Porch Confessional, your weekly legal podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 260. Welcome back to my front porch. Uh, I, I, I always feel bad at times bragging about this, so please just bear with me. Tonight is a perfect Phoenix night. Uh, I know what's coming our way is not going to be that. So right now I'm enjoying it. It's so beautiful. I don't even have my fire out. It is just the wind is cutting through. It's not too cold. It's not too hot. It is perfect. And so I'm enjoying every bit of this right now. Uh, And I, I mean, I have a sweatshirt on, but you know how when you have a sweatshirt on because you're cold and you have a sweatshirt on because it's just right. It just is okay. You know, like you're in that great temperature. Like that's <laughs> that's where I'm jamming right now. It is so beautiful out tonight. I, I can't even stand it. You know, and just that little, I mean, if you know anything about me, you know I love wind. Like just that little bit of wind, like so, so, so good. So anyway, I hope wherever you are, uh, whatever time of day it is, I hope that the weather is just perfect and that you get out, take a walk press in against whatever the nature the elements to give to you now here's the thing like when i grew up in the midwest one of my favorite things in the midwest one of my favorite favorite moments of the year i waited for it all year long was that first snow i would go for these long walks on that first snow and i would just allow for that snow to hit me and it was just and i watch it you know cover up that white would just cover up everything i love that so enjoy whatever moment that god's given you today just really dig into it have a great time um i had a really great weekend i got the opportunity to teach at my local church living streams uh, church here in Phoenix really have loved uh, being a part of this church as an attender um, and they've just asked me to come teach every once in a while I've really loved it um, but they allowed me this awesome opportunity to kind of take over a Sunday and uh, we worked with their team and we basically uh, divided a message Psalms 27:14, uh, divided it up into three parts and just allowed for each of the segments to breathe on their own. We had some worship and some silence. It was so amazing. Um, and, and it made me really, really proud to be a part of the local church. It made me proud to see a whole congregation, a body, just leaning in and listening and, and experiencing something new. I mean, for an evangelical church, you know, that was a shift. It's a shift. And it was like really, really beautiful. We ended with communion. And I just felt like it was one of those moments like I was really, really proud of. And I was proud because it was about slowing down, about listening and enjoying uh, what it was that, that God was teaching us. So uh, I just loved, loved being uh, a part of that. It was it's kind of one of those things where you're like, man, that was really special. So I felt like uh, this weekend was really special. Um, thank you for all of you who continue to listen. Really appreciate it. Love that there's a bunch of you who continue to listen. And, and to those of you who give on Patreon, dot uh, com forward slash Front Porch Confessional. Thank you. And the multiple other ways that people give. Thank you. Really appreciate it. Uh, this passage, really, uh, speaking of Living Streams, I was there today for a meeting. And uh, with the senior pastor, and as we're meeting, I looked up, and this verse was on the wall. And I thought, wow, that's an incredible verse. So I went back, spent some time with it, and I thought, wow, I think this is what I want to work through 
tonight, and it's Malachi 3.16. It says, Then those who feared the Lord talked with each other, and the Lord listened and heard. A scroll of remembrance was written in his presence concerning those who feared the Lord and honored his name. I was, I was thinking about my, my father, and uh, one of the things that my, my dad always did that was so special was, like, if he had kind of hurt me, not physically or anything like that, like maybe he had said something harsh or he was, his tone was harsh or, you know, he just felt like he stepped out of place in some ways, um, he would write me a note. And he would leave it on my bed. And it was an apology. You know, it was him kind of say, hey, listen, you know, I love you. I'm trying to do that better. And, it, it, you know, we never necessarily had those conversations in person. But it was his way of, of saying, like, hey, I could have done that better. And I remember that as a kid. It, there were multiple times throughout my childhood where he would do that. He'd write a note and he'd he'd leave it uh, on my bed. And as I was reflecting on that pass on this passage, it's super special. Um, uh, and, and, and maybe I'd like to connect the dots here because you're like, what's going on? I don't understand what's actually happening here. And I, I'm guessing that <laughs> many of you haven't spent a ton of time in Malachi. And you're like, wait, what? Is that, is that a book in the Bible? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And, and it's actually a really, really important book in the Bible. Basically written about 100 years after the Babylonian captivity. If you remember, the Israelites are taken into captivity. Um, you know, you have Isaiah who's like thriving Babylon. You know, that's going on during that time. And so now, you know, the, the, the people have returned to Jerusalem. And the idea is, yes, we're free and we're, you know, God's freed us and the temple's built and uh, rebuilt and we're returning to Jerusalem. Everything's going to go back and it's going to be wonderful. And, and Malachi is speaking to Jerusalem, to the people of Jerusalem, to the Jews in Jerusalem. He's like, hey, this is, you guys, you guys aren't living right. You're still rebelling. And so what Malachi is doing is, you know, basically giving a word on behalf of God um, about how they're rebelling about how they're not living like God. You know, here they had prayed, God, free us, liberate us. And then all these years later, they've just kind of become normal and then slip back into the, into the same dysfunctions, not really following after God, not really listening to him. Sound familiar? Like, I just can't help. Like, so often as I read through these prophets, you know, I'm like, man, I feel like he's speaking to us right now. I feel like what I hear all over the place is, you know, people, you know, saying, I, you know, when is God going to come back? And when is Jesus, or when is Jesus going to return? And, and he needs to get us out of here and the end times, like all these things. And I'm like, no, wait a second. Like he's moving and he's active and he's powerful right now. He is calling us to live a holy and devoted life to him as believers. But we honestly keep rebelling against it. And so I think we need these voices in our lives. We need these prophets in our lives and the scriptures in our lives to awaken us to kind of our own depravity and actually where we've strayed away from the truth of God. And this passage is really, really important. And what's going on is that the people are angry and complaining to God. Oh, look at all these other nations and look at all these other people that prosper. But what about us? Right? What about us? What about our needs, God? What? And I, again, as I read through this, and I read through this book, and I think through the lens of it, I'm like, man, this just feels so similar. 
It describes us so often. We have life. Life. He has given us life. He has given us so much. I went to church on Sunday. I I got to attend a church. I got to preach at a church. And no one came knocking at my door ready to murder me. And But my brothers and sisters in India, that is the case. And here, what do I have to complain about? It's so good. God is so good. We live in an amazing country with all these freedoms. We have a we have we 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 have people that were fighting for freedom for us. We have all, all these things that are are in documents and 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 things that are protecting. It's like what are we complaining about? God, have you abandoned us? God, where are you? Do you not know that this and that and, and it's like we have got to stop and get our hearts right. This is truly, truly, truly what he's inviting us into. And it's a real thing. And so I would I would encourage you, as I did, to kind of check your heart. Where are you at in all this? You know, you're kind of shaking your fist. You're kind of like the Israelites. Like, why does everyone else seem to be prospering? What about me? What about me? And then what happens is this amazing thing happens in this passage. This passage opens our mind to something so beautiful. And actually in your Bibles, the title of it is about a remnant. A remnant. This is kind of the the title of the section, but it's also alluding to something really special is going on. A remnant. Uh, There is a people, a faithful people, that are living in light of who God is for his glory. And this group of people, they're listening to the people. They're watching all the people, what the people are doing, how, how they, 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 they're yelling at God and telling God what God needs to do and what God isn't doing, even though God is bringing this word against them and they're rebelling against them. But there is this group of people, there's this group of people that is responding to God and they are not like these other people. They are disturbed that the people are doing this. They're, they, they're, they're hurt. They're frustrated. They can't believe that the people have forgotten who their God is. It's almost like they want to go, do you know who you're talking to? Do you know how faithful he has been and what he has done? And what they do that I think is so amazing, amazing is that they come together. This is so beautiful. They come together as a community that fears the Lord, which, by the way, is the beginning of wisdom. This is what we learn in this passage, that there is a remnant of people that are observing all that's going around, and they're like, this is wrong. And this is wrong. And the reason why they're able to do that is because they fear the Lord. Their hearts are right in the right place. And right in, like I said, like we learned in Proverbs, is the, the, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And these are wise, godly people that are coming together as a community to remain faithful to the Lord. So amazing. I, I had this opportunity a few weeks back to get together with a group of um, kind of retired pastors and, and counselors and shepherds. And uh, it was such a beautiful time. And, and what I, and Mike and I, who is uh, the guy who works with me at Phoenix One, um, 
we were sitting there and, and, and listening to them and reflecting. We're talking about the church and how we can help and how we can help pastors and leaders. And, and Mike and I kind of debriefed afterwards. And I said, you know, it was so interesting that not one of them, not one of them brought up COVID. Not one of them brought up a vaccine. Not one of them brought up uh, the unrest that's happening uh, the racial unrest, a lot of them, none of them brought up the political, none of them got right or left. We just talked about God and we talked about his people. And it was so refreshing because what they were saying is something bigger is going on here. There is something more important that is happening. These people that we got to meet with are a remnant. They are a, rem- a remnant that are waking, trying to awaken the people of God to who he is and what he's done. And this is what I love. This is what I love about this crew I get to spend time with. But this is what I love about this passage is that the Lord was listening in and he heard all they were saying. You know, think about that. What does that mean to you and your conversations? The Lord is listening in and he heard. (laughs) And it blessed his heart. He was like so honored and proud that there was a group of Jews that had been faithful, committed themselves, fearing the Lord, reverent towards the Lord, He's what mattered most to him, to them. He's what what they were focused in on. They were lamenting. They were repenting. And this was blessing the Lord. He is listening in on this and like a father, like a proud father who overhears their kids say something like really holy and really honoring and really life-giving. It just blessed his heart. It just blessed his heart and I wonder what that means to us I wonder how that impacts the way we live our lives I wonder how that impacts the way we see ourselves in this culture today that what we say how we say it and who we say it with it matters it matters immensely and whether this was like a real scroll or a figurative scroll, that's up for debate. What's more important is that God took note of their faithfulness. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to be distracted by this culture. I don't want to be distracted by the left and the right. I don't want to be distracted by complaining and what God hasn't done. I want to, I want to repent. I want to receive this blessing that he wants to give me as a result of faithfulness and moving after him. That's what I desire. That is what my heart is craving. And I don't know about you, but I hope that's the case. And this, this passage brought me so much comfort, but it lit a fire under, under me of going like, God's listening and he's listening to you and to me right now. And what is it that he's hearing Is he hearing complaints? Is he hearing that we are anticipating his glory, that he's going to do something great? Does he hear our repentance? What does he hear from us? 
And there's a remnant of people that are rising up. And what I love about Jesus is Jesus was the perfect remnant who stood before us, Emmanuel, God with us, and he displayed for us who God was, who God is. And as he died on the cross and he rose again in resurrection power, he hands this baton to us and says, go, make disciples, baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. Go be the remnant that I have been. Get after it. And if God is listening in, then we desperately need to listen to him. So the question is this. It's just real practical, simple, straightforward. Are you complaining or repenting to God? He's listening in. Father God, you're listening in right now. You hear us. You're near. You love us. May the words of our mouths and the meditations of our heart bless your name. May they bless your name. For your glory and your honor, we give you all our praise. So, take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to you.